Praise the Lord. This is Elder Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. God bless you on this uh, wonderful Monday. Uh, we want to thank the Lord for allowing each and every one of us to uh, be in the land of the living. And we're grateful to the Lord for his manifold blessing. Uh, we had a powerful weekend. Praise God. Just want to start out by saying we thank God for uh, the women's annual uh, service. This particular weekend at the Pentecostal Power Church, uh, we had a, a marvelous time uh, with uh, the people of God. And each speaker uh, did a great job uh, expounding on the word of the Lord. And so we're excited about that. And so we just wanted to uh, thank the Lord for just having a wonderful weekend uh, in the uh, Women's Annual, which to me was a revival. And... Um, they really talked about the subject matter of, of how we're maintaining our house. And it was a great subject matter. And uh, uh, all the uh, ladies that spoke did a beautiful job. The women of God did. And uh, uh, Lady Brownie, First Lady Brownie did an excellent job closing it out. And so we're just grateful to the Lord for his blessing. I uh, want to say uh, we want to get into our broadcast today. We want to first Give honor to God who's ahead of our life. Give honor to our pastor, Bishop Dr. Ellis Murchison, Sr. of the Pentecostal Power Church, and our lady, our first lady, Lady Paulette Murchison, and to my own lovely wife, Missionary Janice Newsom. Uh, we truly thank and praise God for her, and we thank and praise God for just allowing us uh, to continue, amen, to uh, labor in uh, the ministry. And so we're grateful for that. Um, I want to uh, get this link out to uh, all believers that uh, desire to uh, join us on the broadcast today. So bear with me just for a moment. I, I do want to um, send the link out so that uh, those of you uh, that desire to join us uh, via Zoom, uh, we can uh, definitely do that. So let me get that to you real quick. But uh, uh, just wanted to thank God for all of the viewers and subscribers that subscribe to the Fidget Network. Uh, we're grateful and thankful to the Lord for you. And we just want to uh, say on today, thank you for joining and viewing us. And we look forward to you joining the uh, Bible study today. We do have a Zoom link um, that we'd like to uh, put out for you. And so if you'd like to join us in Zoom, uh, you definitely can do that. Uh, let me get that out to you. Uh, one quick second. I want to get that Zoom link out to all of our viewers and subscribers that desire to um, join us. And so we'll get it out to you. There we go. I'm going to put that Zoom link out there. All right. All right. Let me know if you got that link. And uh, we want to be talking from uh, this same particular subject. We're in a part three. Let me just go ahead and say that. Uh, to you. We're in our part three uh, as we 
uh, discuss uh, spiritual blindness. Uh, and we want to talk about um, spiritual darkness and spiritual blindness. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, it's our part three. It's a four part series. And so those of you that would like to join us via Zoom, uh, we're still trying to uh, get you hooked up here. But it is a four part series and we'd like you, uh, if you could join us in this four part series. All right. I think I sent the link out and it did not send via text for whatever reason, but I'm resending it. Okay. All right. And so hopefully, uh, hopefully you get that link this time. All right. Let's see. Hopefully you get that link. All right. All right. It looks like everybody got the link. So, uh, just want to be sure. Okay. So now we're talking about spiritual blindness and spiritual darkness. And so we're going to get right into it today. We're going to offer a word of prayer. Uh, and we're going to go ahead and get started. Eternal God, our savior in the precious name of Jesus. Oh Lord, we thank you once again for your manifold blessing on today. Thank you. Oh God for, Oh God, each and every one. Oh God, that, Oh God, your blessing right now. Oh God, as it relates to the kingdom work, and, oh, God, to the born-again believer and those, oh, God, that's seeking to be saved. Father, we pray today, oh, God, that you would touch and anoint in the name of Jesus. Lord, that you would save and encourage. Help us to decrease that your anointing may increase. Father, we thank you. We forever give you glory, honor, and praise. And we claim a great deliverance by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So we thank God um, for those of you that... Uh, are on the broadcast with us today and that have joined us. Um, we want to uh, take a moment to talk about this spiritual darkness and spiritual blindness. And first thing we want to do is we want to go to the scripture. We're going to let the word of God uh, do the talking. We got two people in the waiting room and uh, we're going to admit, uh, uh, we're going to admit these to the waiting room here. Praise God. Praise God. Praise the Lord, saints. All right. I think they're still connecting. So we want to see if we got them in. Praise the Lord. Okay. Praise the Lord, saints. Uh, we just want to make sure we got you in there. Praise the Lord. Okay. I, I can't quite hear you just yet. Praise the Lord. Okay, we got some in with us. Let me just make sure I can hear you real quick, and then we're going to go ahead and get started. Praise the Lord. Okay, I think you may be muted. Let me unmute. Okay. Okay. Give me just one second. All right. Praise the Lord again, saints. Praise the Lord. Okay. 
I see you, but I'm not hearing you. Praise the Lord. All right. Praise the Lord again. All right. For some reason, I'm not hearing you just yet. All right. Praise the Lord one more time. Uh, for some reason, I'm having a technical issue. But if you all can hear me, um, just stay on with me while I uh, work this issue with the audio real quick. Uh not sure why I'm not hearing uh, the people of God. So I'm going to go in real quick and uh, check this out. All right. Praise the Lord, saints. Okay, I believe I may. I am so sorry about this. Uh, well, we want to go on with the subject today. Um, some reason I can't hear you, but... Uh, just want you all to be on with me anyway. So let us go ahead and talk about this spiritual blindness and spiritual darkness. We'll, we'll deal with the audio problem later, later with the zoom call. Um, but you all can hear me, right? Okay. So long as you can hear me, that's good. Uh, let's go to our scripture, which is found in Isaiah chapter six. We're going to go to Isaiah chapter six and praise the Lord. Uh, uh, Missionary Newson and Evangelist Murchison. Praise the Lord. God bless you all. Thank you for joining the broadcast today. We thank God for you. And so first thing we want to do today is we're going to talk about spiritual blindness and spiritual darkness. So first thing we want to do is get Isaiah 6 and 10. So we're going to read Isaiah 6 and 10 uh, for your hearing on today. All right. So that's what we want to do. We're going to go ahead and uh, do this reading. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to go ahead and do this reading today. All right. Isaiah 6 and 10, it says, Make the heart of this people fat and make their ears heavy and shut their eyes, lest they see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their heart and be and, con and convert and be healed. All right. He says, lest they see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their heart and convert and be healed. And so this was in Isaiah. Uh, where Isaiah talked about this and we're going to kind of elaborate on it just for a little bit. Isaiah talked about, you know, the blindness of the heart of the people. And, uh, you know, as he talked about the blindness of the heart of the people, uh, uh, the people uh, would listen, but would not learn from the message with their heart. So many times 
the leaders, the pastors, uh, the teachers, they will give a word to the people of God, but the people of God will not go with an understanding to interpret what the real meat of the message is. And so many times we hear the speaker, we hear the message, we hear the word, but we really don't have a full understanding. And so that's what we want to talk about today because uh, um, God wouldn't have us to be uh, spiritually blind or to walk in spiritual darkness. And so the word uh, gives us light, gives us insight so we can walk. We referred to Psalms on on last week where we talked about um, the word of God is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. And so God wants to enlighten us through the message of his prophets, pastors, teachers, and servants that he have called so we can know what um, God is saying and also how we should walk and live in this way. And so we're going to leave, we're going to leave that. We're going to go to Isaiah um, uh, six and eight. I want to go back uh, to eight and I want to, I want to read something here in, uh, in Isaiah six and eight. And he says, and also, he said, also I heard a voice of the Lord saying, whom shall I send and who will go for us? Then said, I hear him, I send me. And he said, go tell this people, Hear ye indeed, but understand not. See you indeed, but perceive not. All right. And so he says the same thing that I kind of share with us. We get, we hear the preacher, we hear the message, we hear the word, but we don't understand what our responsibility is as it relates to the word of God making its arrival to the believer. And so we're going to go a little bit in depth today. We're going to go to um, our next scripture. And I want you to stay with me. We're going to go to our next scripture, which is uh, going to be found in uh, St. John chapter 12. All right. Go with me to St. John chapter 12. And so I'm going to give you two scriptures at a time so you can write them down. So um, that way that'll help you follow along because we're going to have to move a little quick today due to a little delay. We're going to go to St. John 12 and 34 through 46. All right. And then uh, let's see, our next scripture is going to be found in Romans chapter 11, verse number 25. Okay, so those are going to be the next two scriptures. St. John 12 and 34, Romans 11 and 25. All right, let me read, let me read for your hearing though in, in uh, St. John chapter 12, verse number 34. He says, the people answered him and says, we have heard out of the law, of, out of the law, that Christ abided forever. And how sayest thou, the son of man must be lifted up. And who is this son of man? They didn't even understand who Jesus was. Oh Lord have mercy. We're talking about now, uh, spiritual darkness or spiritual blindness. They spiritual blindness. They didn't even know who Jesus was when he came on the scene. The Bible said he came to his own and his own received him not. So look at this, y'all. Look at this, people of God. And this is just Bible study. You may have questions. You may have something you want to share. And we're going to try to work on where you can convey your point across, uh, hopefully before this broadcast ends so we can get the audio coming in on your side. But I want you to be able to share with us uh, your perspective. So look at this. He tells them here, uh, 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 you heard out of the law that uh, 
Christ abided forever. And he said, how sayest thou, the son of man must be lifted up. And then they asked the question, who is the son of man? Then Jesus responded in verse number 35, St. John chapter 12, verse number 35. Jesus says, then Jesus said unto them, yet a little while, it is light with you. He says, walk while you have the light, lest darkness come upon you. For he that walketh in darkness, know not whether he goeth. This is really a good scripture here for us as believers that if we are walking in darkness, we really don't have an understanding of what God is saying to us and who God is to us. Praise God. We know he's the savior, but if we believe he's the savior, Jesus says, if you, oh Lord, hallelujah. He said, now, if, if, if you're going to, uh, 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 hear me, you're going to do the things I say, huh? Why call me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say. This is what Jesus said. So if we're going to hear what God is saying. Then we must become doers of what he said. Look at this. He says here in verse number 36, while you have light, uh, he says, believe in the light that you may be children of the light. We must believe the word of God. Hmm? As it is written, as it is spoken, and as God has uh, has given it unto the apostles, we got to believe what is written because the Bible said all scripture, praise God, glory, is given by the inspiration of God and it's profitable hmm? for doctrine, which is teaching, for reproof, which is, oh Lord, hallelujah, which is correction and instruction in righteousness. Praise God. Reproof is to refute everything that's false. Praise God. Even our own ideology is for reproof hmm? and for correction, for instruction and in righteousness that the man of God may be perfect. Oh, glory and thoroughly furnished unto all good work. So it's very important that we have the light of the word. All right. So we don't be walking in, in blindness or in darkness. Huh? And he says, these things spake Jesus and departed and did hide himself from them. Hmm? Now, uh, I want you to take special note here because it's very, very important for us to see that Jesus uh, 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 went on and he says here as he goes forward here in 37, but he had done many miracles before them. And he says, yet they believed on him, believe not on him. So in their time, I'm saying to the people of God today in this Bible study, in the, in the, in the scribes and the Pharisees, in the Jews' time, they had the Savior in they miss performing miracles, and they didn't believe him. Look at this, saints. This is powerful. huh? We can have our bishops, pastors, teachers, and elders right in our midst giving us truth, and we won't believe it. This happened in their time, and it's happening in our time. But guess what? The gospel message is not going to go without confirmation. Look at this now. He says here in verse number 38, he says that the saying of Isaiah, the prophet might be fulfilled. He quoted the very same scripture. Glory that I just read to you just a minute ago. He quoted the very same scripture in Isaiah chapter six to them. And they didn't receive it. Look at this, which will fulfill. It says, which might be fulfilled, which he spake 
Lord, who had believed our report, to whom uh, had the arm of the Lord been revealed, which refers to Isaiah 53 there. But I read Isaiah 6 and 10. So it refers back to Isaiah 53, letting them know that God was revealing. Light reveals, right, light reveals, praise God. And so if anything in darkness, light reveals it, praise God. Look at this. And he, he came to reveal himself to us. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Isn't that wonderful? That God, a, a God, a such a loving, caring God, oh, would dispend his love toward us that he would robe himself in flesh to come and commune and have fellowship and reconcile us back to him. That's a wonderful thing. And to give us his light, praise God, so we wouldn't have to walk in darkness. Isn't that wonderful? Look at this. He says, but though he had done many miracles and all this stuff, they still didn't believe. Verse number 39. He says, therefore, they could not believe because that Isaiah said again, he had blinded their eyes and had hardened their heart that they should not see with their eyes nor understand with their heart and be converted and I should heal them. Oh, Lord, praise God. These things Isaiah, when he saw his glory and spake of him, this was 400 years before Jesus, this is over 400 years before Jesus even come on the scene. Isaiah spoke this prophecy and it came into play right in the midst of the scribes and the Pharisees and the Jews. Prophecy can be unfolding right before us in the church and we can miss it and not see it. Hmm? Why? Because we're not following the letter of the scripture. Praise God. And the word is the light. The truth is the light. Now let us go here to our next scripture. We're going to go to our next scripture, which is, uh, I said Romans uh, 11, right? So we want you to go with us real quick. Go to Romans 11, 25, right? So I want you to go with me, Romans 11, 25. He says, for I would not, brethren, that you should be ignorant uh, of this mystery, hmm? lest you should be wise in your own conceit, that blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles be come in. I want to share something with you. God blinded them according to Isaiah 6, according to what I just read a minute ago in St. John chapter uh, 12, all right? He, he blinded them, 12 and 34 through 40. He blinded them so we can have an opportunity to get this marvelous light. Isn't that wonderful? Now, he's going to go back to them. God is going to go back to his people, and he's going to go back and uh, uh, go back to his people. All right. So that's not going to stop what God did. But the grace of God granted us as a Gentile people an opportunity to receive salvation. Now, let us take a look at this. Now, I don't want to go too fast and too deep, but I just want to just touch the surface of this. And I really appreciate uh, uh, Sister, uh, Evangelist Murchison and Sister Newson and those of you that are viewing the broadcast, especially you on YouTube, Facebook and on Podbean. Thank you for joining. Look at this now. Stay with me. We're going to our next scripture. I want to go to our next two scriptures. I want you to write these down because this, this is a four-part series. We're going to pick it back up Wednesday. Hopefully, I have the audio problem fixed. But look at this now. In 2 Corinthians 3 and 9, we want you to get 2 Corinthians uh, 3 and 10, actually, in Ephesians chapter 4 and 17. Ephesians 4 and 17, 2 Corinthians 3 and 10. All right? Let's go to 2 Corinthians. Uh, chapter three, verse number 10. 
All right, let's take a look at it. Second Corinthians 3 and 10. He says here, for even that which was made glorious had, um, it says, for even that which was made glorious had no glory in this respect by the reason of glory that excel it. Hmm? And he says here, for if that uh, which is done away was glorious, much more that which remained is glorious. Seeing then that you have such hope, we use great plainness of speech, he says here. Uh, he says here, 3 and 13. And not as Moses, which put a veil over his face, that the children of Israel could not steadfastly look at the end of that which is abolished. They could not see the end of the law because Christ was the end of the law. I, I don't have time to go through a lot of theological stuff because I could, you know, and reference these scriptures. But Christ is the end of the law. They couldn't even see, oh, Lord. They couldn't even see, oh, Lord. They couldn't even see the law that Moses gave them. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Let me quit. Oh, Lord, because they said to Moses, is you a God over us? <laughs> Let me quit. But I just want to break it down to you. They didn't even believe Moses, who, who God gave the commandments to, to give to them. All right? All right? But look, they stumbled at that. But look, the Bible says here in Corinthians, Paul brings, Paul breaks this down uh, in an exegesis fashion. He breaks it down and says, uh, which put a veil over his face that the children of Israel could not steadfastly look to the end of that which is abolished. Look at this. But their minds were blinded for until the day, until this day remaineth, the same veil untaken away in the reading of the Old Testament, which is the veil uh, is done away in Christ. This is what I'm saying. Christ is in the law. He says, but even until this day, when Moses read the veil is upon their heart. Now we know that the veil was rent, praise God. Hmm? When Jesus died on the cross and rose the third day, we know the veil was rent. Hmm? Praise God. But look at this. On their hearts and on their minds, there's still a veil that's oh, that's got them blinded, spiritually blinded. Look at this. Nevertheless, when it, when, when it shall turn to the Lord, uh, the veil shall be taken away. And now the Lord is that spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. What Paul is saying here to a Jewish audience here, he's saying if they're going to be saved, let me break it down to you in layman's term according to the scripture. If they're going to be saved, if they want to be saved, it's going to have to be through the gospel of Jesus Christ right now in the church today. Even though God is going back to his people, that veil remained even on them people, on the Jewish, oh, Lord, on the Jewish sect right now, unless they come through grace and truth, repent and be baptized and be filled with the Holy Ghost. Oh, that veil is still there until he go back to him. Praise God. Look at it. And the only way that veil can be uh, moved, removed from them, they got to do like the Gentiles got to do. They got to repent and be baptized and be filled with the Holy Ghost. Praise God. That veil still remaining until this day. Look at this now. I, I want to go to another point so you can see this about the spiritual blindness, uh, the spiritual darkness and spiritual blindness. All right. Let's go to our next scripture. I want to go to our next scripture, which is uh, found in uh, Ephesians. All right. And go to Ephesians 4 and, uh, 4 and 17. Go with me. 
Ephesians 4 and 17. I, I don't want to go too fast, but stay with me. Ephesians 4 and 17. I just want to uh, let you see something here. And this is this is what's going on right now with the spiritual uh, darkness and blindness. We, we're going to get to a point here. Uh, we're headed to Ephesians 6 and 12. Look at this now. In Ephesians 4 and 17. Living as a new person in Christ. Now, we're going to talk to the believer today. Now, I want you to see something through the Old Testament. I brought these examples because they for an admonition in our learning. Okay? So we should learn from what they, the mistakes they made. Look at this. Under, under, under the law. But now we're under grace and truth. Look at this now in the New Testament. He says here, this I say therefore and testify in the Lord that ye henceforth not, uh, that you henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk. Oh, Lord have mercy. He talking about the walk now. Hmm? We should not walk like other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their minds, having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through ignorance that is in them. If you think you can stay away from Bible class, if you think you can stay away from the church, if you think you can stay away from spiritual things and stay strong, you're ignorant. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Let me let me go and break it down to you. I don't want to be calling nobody no names, but I'm saying you're spiritually ignorant. You're spiritually blind. You're spiritually in the dark because you can't hear the voice of God calling you. Look at this. You cannot walk in the vanity of the old mind and do all this worldly stuff and not become worldly. Jesus said, I pray, Father, that you leave them in the world, huh? that the world through them might be saved. He did not tell us to be like the world. First John 2 and 15 said, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. For all that's in the world is the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eye and the pride of life. But these things are not of the father, but the other world. Let me break it. Let me break this down to you. He says being alienated from the life of God through ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart. It's too late in the evening to let your heart become dark. Your heart is blinded. If you won't forgive your brother and sister and you think you can hold and harbor hatred in you. Oh, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, we're going to John. We're going to first John one and five. You still walking in darkness. Oh, you, you can't walk in the light and in the darkness at the same time. Let me bring it down to you. Let me break it down. He says who being past feeling having given themselves over to lasciviousness, lasciviousness to work all uncleanness with greediness. You didn't, you didn't turn this thing. You think gain is godliness, but the Bible says godliness with contentment is great gain. Glory. Let me get out of here. I got to go. I got to go. I'm running out of time. Mm. Uh, that was another thought going, but I want you to see this. They have, uh, gotten walking in vanity and they understanding have been darkened hmm? and they've been alienated from the life of God through their own ignorance. Oh Lord. And this is how people backslide It's not because, Oh Lord, it's not because they didn't know God, but the Bible said, and when they knew God and they glorified him, not as God, they became vain in their imagination. And God gave them up. It's in Romans. Let me get on out of here. I got to go.
I got, I got to get out of here. I got too many scriptures to get, but I want to get the just of these. You can go back through these and we're going to have a discussion on Wednesday. We're going to have a discussion. So please join us. I want you to come back and join us and share what your thoughts is about this darkness and about uh, experiences that you've known people that have backslid people that you've known have walked off from God because of the same reason, spiritual darkness and blindness. Now we're going to go to our next scripture, which is in Ephesians chapter six, verse number 12, same book. Let's go to Ephesians six and 12. All right. We can go to the same book, Ephesians six and 12. We're going to get out of here. Ephesians six and 12. I got to get it real quick. Then we're going to get our next scripture. Ephesians, Ephesians six and 12 and uh, first John one and five. All right. Ephesians 6 and 12. We know what 6 and 10 says. Put on the whole armor of God. We know about all that, right? Now let's skip down to the meaty part. After you got your armor on and you, you know, got your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, all this good stuff, right? Now let us take a look at this. At verse number 12, he says here, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers against powers and against rulers of darkness of this world. Your fight ain't with your brother and sister. Your fight ain't with me. Your fight is with the devil and with the world because the world lies in wickedness. The world is in darkness. So your fight ain't with me. Praise the Lord. Your fight is with the devil and with the world system. Praise God. And I won't let you know there's rulers of darkness of this world and the rulers of darkness. They're making laws. Oh, Lord, they're making laws. That's against the light of the word. Praise God. They're making laws where they're saying, oh, Lord, it's OK to kill babies. <laughs> let me get out of here. They're making laws where they're saying it's OK. Oh, Lord. To do all kinds of ungodly things. They pass on laws. In Illinois and other states near us saying that it's okay to smoke weed. Praise God. I want to let you know the rulers of darkness of this world, the world love is on and they're passing laws so they can keep doing what they love doing. Darkness. Praise God. And the Bible said men love darkness rather than light because their deeds are evil. And I'm telling you, these are some evil rulers and leaders over our country that's making these laws to stay and keep people in darkness. They work in the works of Satan, praise God. And I won't let you know if you listen to them and if you, oh Lord, if you walk after what they're trying to get us to do, praise God, you're gonna be spiritually blind and you're gonna be in darkness. And so we gotta make sure we stay with the letter of the word and we gotta call it what God called it. We got to love what God loves and hate what God hates. Let us look at this, God hates sin. Look at this. God don't hate no person, no individual, but it's sin that he hate. He said the soul of the father. Oh, Lord. He said, now, there was an old proverb where if the children ate sour grapes, the father's teeth was on edge. But he said, that's no longer. That proverb is done away with. There's no longer pro proverb where if the if the father ate sour grapes, the children's teeth are on edge. Ain't no more of that no more. That mean if the father sinned, the sin is on the father. And if the son sin, the sin is on the son. Praise God. And he said, a soul that sin it, go to Ezekiel chapter 18. It shall die. We're running out of time. We got about five. We got about five or 10 minutes left. I got to get out of here. Look at this. He says here, he says, uh, 
For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rules of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Look at this. And so we need the whole armor to fight this, uh, fight this battle. Praise God. Hmm? And so you get fully dressed up to fight the good fight of faith. Look at this. We want to go farther. Uh, let's go to first John. I got to go to first John and then we're going to get out of here. We got to get first John before we close out of here. Let's get first John. Go with me. First John one and five. I want you to please stay with me. First John one and five. Look at this now. In first John one and five. He says, this then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light. And in him is no darkness at all. And if we say we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And I won't let you know we don't have no concord with Baal. We don't have no fellowship with darkness. The Paul said, what concord have light with darkness? What fellowship, oh Lord, should we have with the world? Praise God. Look at this. We, we have fellowship with one another though. And the blood of Jesus, his son cleanses us from all sin. That's if we walk in the light. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, he is faithful to faithful and just to forgive us our sins. Hmm? And to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Hmm? So I want to let you know. Their spiritual blindness, their spiritual darkness. I want to go to St. John 3 and 19, and we're gonna we're gonna get on out of here. We'll get these other scriptures tomorrow. Um I want to get uh Matthew, uh St. John, I'm sorry, St. John chapter 3. In verse number 19, I'm kind of going fast because I'm running out of time uh, on the Zoom. So that's why I'm going fast. Uh, but you can always replay it. St. John 3 and 19 and Romans 13 and 12. Okay. So we're going to go to St. John 3 and 19 and uh, uh, Romans 13 and 12. Okay. St. John 3 and 19, he says here, and this is the condemnation that light is coming to the world. And men love darkness rather than light because their deed, deeds were evil. Hmm? And every one of you that do it evil hated the light. And neither has come to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. But he that doeth the truth come to the light. This is how we know if you're in the light or in the darkness, if you're doing the truth. If you're not following the apostles' doctrine, you're in darkness. Look at this. That his deeds may be manifest that they are wrought in God. Either the tree is corrupt or either the tree is producing good fruit. A corrupt tree cannot produce good fruit and neither can a good tree produce corrupt fruit. And so this is the manifestation of who's spiritually blind, who's in the light, who's in the darkness. Let me get on out here. I got to go to the next scripture uh, and I want to get first Peter two and nine, but I'm going to go to Romans 13 and 12. Go to Romans 13 and 12 real quick. Since we got about, yeah, we got about six minutes left. Romans 13, 12. He says, the night is far spent and the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk honestly as in the day and not in rioting 
and in drunkenness. If you in, oh Lord, if you rioting and in drunkenness and in chambering and wantonness, and if you in strife and envy, you in darkness. I want to let you know. And he said, but put ye on the Lord Jesus and make not profit, make not provisions to fulfill the lust of the flesh. To fulfill the lust thereof. Lust of the flesh and to fulfill the lust thereof. So it's very important that we don't uh, justify our wrongdoing. Hmm? But we ought to come to the light and repent and say, Lord, it's me. It's me, oh Lord. I'm standing in the need of prayer. First uh, Peter 2 and 9. All right, let me get First Peter 2 and 9. He says here in First Peter 2 and 9, he says here, but ye are chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people that should show forth the praise of him who have called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Mm, if, if something and stole your praise and stole your worship and you come to church like you got lockjaw, oh, Lord, have mercy. Let me get out of here. You come to church like you got locked, y'all. Something that stole your joy. I won't let you know. And the people that's in the light going to give God praise. Hmm? If you come to church looking strange and got your jaw locked and don't know what, what to do when you get in the house of God, David said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Oh, glory. I don't care how many problems I got or what's going on. I owe God to praise. Glory. Let me go to 2 Corinthians uh, 4 and 6. And we getting on out here. Uh, 2 Corinthians 4 and 6. We're going to get 2 Corinthians 4 and 6, and we want you to take a quick look at it with me. Uh, 2 Corinthians 4 and 6. Just go there with me. And we're going to go through these scriptures. Uh, 2 Corinthians 4 and 6. He says here, 2 Corinthians 4 and 6, he says, For God who had commanded the light to shine out of darkness has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Praise God. I want to thank and praise God. It's in the face of Jesus Christ that now we have the light revealed unto us. Praise God, which is in the church today. And Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Praise God. And so we have the light because Jesus is the light. And I want to thank and praise God for this session today. I want to thank God for you joining us on this broadcast. Uh, we had some more scripture to get, but we we kind of rambled through there and kind of rattled them all in. But on your study time, go back to Matthew 4 and 16, go to Romans uh, 8 and 38, and go to Matthew 13 and 13 through 16. Read those scriptures. We're going to come back, and we're going to have a, a, a discussion uh, on Wednesday. We'll have the audio repair. We're going to have a discussion on Wednesday about spiritual blindness and spiritual darkness. And so I want to thank and praise God for you joining us today. Hope we said something that would have encouraged you and that will strengthen you at this time. And so with no further ado, we want to say, God bless you. May God keep you. Thank you for joining the Faith in God Internet TV. Uh, please, uh, uh, please take a look at uh, what we have for you. Uh, on the screen. We want you to uh, support uh, the Faith in God Internet TV ministry. So we're going to put that on the screen for you. So please, please support us. That's what we want you to do. And we want to thank you uh, for joining us on the Faith in God Internet TV broadcast.
So we want to say God bless you in Jesus' name and thank you for joining us. God bless you.